0: Welcome to the Automation World Get Your Questions Answered podcast, where we connect with industry experts to get the answers you need about industrial automation technologies. I'm David Greenfield, Director of Content for Automation World, and the question we'll be answering in this episode is, how beneficial is the cloud for small and mid-sized manufacturers? Now, there are few people in industry today who, by now, haven't heard quite a lot about cloud computing and edge computing for collecting and analyzing the massive amounts of data generated by industrial equipment. And though cloud computing was the main focus for these applications several years ago, over the past few years, edge computing has garnered an increasing share of the discussion because of the advantages of keeping the data on site and not having to worry about the bandwidth and cost concerns generated by transmitting and storing those massive amounts of equipment data in the cloud. Now, despite those benefits of edge computing, cloud computing will still have a big role to play in industry's future, and not just for the biggest companies. That's why joining me today is Brian Finn, Chief Operating Officer at Advanceon, a system integration and engineering services company. Brian will help explain the benefits of cloud computing for small and mid-sized manufacturers. So thanks for joining me today, Brian.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Dave. I really appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit of insight with your audience.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Glad to have you here. So so to get started, let's back up a bit to start and make sure everyone's on the same page with the discussion here today. So, Brian, can you start by just giving a good basic explanation of what cloud computing is and the main applications of it in manufacturing?
1: Sure. The vast majority of cloud-based solutions we see used in manufacturing today are directed at non-critical systems or functions. Really anything that can withstand small disruptions in service, as you kind of mentioned in your intro there. And so this lends itself perfectly to everything data, reporting, and analytics related. Companies in all sectors are looking to collect and utilize data to draw better insights into their operations, and manufacturing is no exception. And so we see applications across the four different types of analytics. We see descriptive applications around dashboarding and getting better visibility into what's happening on the plant floor. We see diagnostic applications around things like downtime and quality that help folks investigate underlying issues as to why things are occurring. And we see forward-looking analytics as well with predictive applications, most notably around equipment maintenance and failure, and even prescriptive applications like different optimizers. It also provides a solid solution for any reporting requirements a manufacturer might have. It's also a great platform for information management. And so there's a push to leverage the cloud for knowledge management and collaboration. Many manufacturers struggle with process adherence, human capital development, and organizational knowledge retention. And there's an uptick in many applications focused on instructing, training, and guiding the workforce. And on that last point, the cloud has also enabled a host of possibilities regarding remote assistance. This has really improved support providers' ability to understand what an operator or technician is struggling with and experiencing in real time, and then being able to work together virtually to more quickly resolve issues.
0: You know, Brian, I'm glad you uh, brought up, you know, uh, remote access is one uh, one of your points there. That's something that... You know we've been hearing a lot for years, but really in light of uh, the impacts of covid over the nearly the past year now, uh, is that still the case? Do you see driving interest in uh remote access uh, with cloud computing as well or is that that's still on the upswing or how are things looking at this point?
1: Yeah, absolutely. this you know un- unfortunate pandemic that we've been working through, I think has really uh forced folks to reevaluate how they work and interact with each other and I know you know, just kind of personally in, in day-to-day interactions, certainly doing a lot more remote meetings and that kind of thing. And that, I think, really helped open the doors and accelerate folks, um, you know, willingness uh, to use these different technologies. And, and so now, for sure, we're seeing a lot more uh, where, you know, folks are comfortable having that kind of connection come in, you know, getting some video or screen share going and being able to work a lot more collaboratively and interactively. And we've seen that not only on the support side, but even on our implementation side as well, where, you know, certainly we still need to be conscious of, you know, any safety considerations and making sure that we know what's going on in the field as we're, you know, uh, starting and and operating different equipment. But, you know, just uh, being able to do a lot more of those activities remotely and work in that, you know, virtual collaborative environment.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that, Brian. So now, sure. earlier in my introduction, I, I mentioned that there's been quite a bit of noise from technology suppliers about cloud computing, of course, but what's the reality on the ground? And we were just talking about the reality on the ground with uh, remote access, but what's the reality on, on the ground with cloud computing in general? Are most, or at least many manufacturers even using this technology yet, or is this something that's still very nascent in industry?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I think the biggest concern has been and and still is security, and rightfully so. It's a very important consideration in the digital age we live in. Uh, But I also see the changing sentiment around utilizing cloud-based solutions as akin to that of utilizing online payment methods. You know, when they first came out, the majority of people were wary of them, and the technologies were newer. But as those products matured and became more robust, more and more people began integrating them into their everyday interactions because of the numerous benefits they offered. Similarly, suppliers have matured their offerings and approach to security, and more people are familiar with using cloud-based applications for other functions, whether it's time and expense systems, customer relationship and project management applications, or even the traditional office software like email, word processing, and spreadsheets. And so as a result, more manufacturers are utilizing these technologies because of the benefits they offer over a local system. The cloud has greatly lowered barriers to entry for these non-critical solutions by eliminating or reducing hurdles relative to infrastructure, hardware maintenance, and capital. And it's also lowered switching costs and made it easier to move the solution and even your data as well from one provider to another if you're not satisfied with the results. The obvious attraction and the lack of upfront capital costs have encouraged more folks to give these solutions a try as it's lowered the return needed to justify such an expenditure. With IT departments now utilizing cloud platforms and solutions as a part of their normal operations, there's more interest in cover in comfort, excuse me, in leveraging cloud-based solutions.
0: Okay. Thanks. Thanks for explaining that, Brian. You know, one one a follow-up question on that. I know Avanceon works with, you know, companies kind of a, across the spectrum uh, <clears throat> in size uh, in manufacturing. Um, what would you say, you know, based on your experience with the customers you work with, can you hazard a, just a, a rough estimate, ballpark guesstimate of about what the percentages of those companies you work with use cloud computing to some degree versus those that don't? Oh, I mean, if I had to hazard a guess, I I
1: would say it's well over 50% at this point. You know, between cloud computing and virtualization, we've seen those really take off inside manufacturing IT departments. Like I said, as as those technologies, you know, become uh, more reliable and more, you know, part of uh, our everyday life, uh, folks are, are much more comfortable in utilizing and deploying those technologies. And so now you know, we easily see more than, more than half the folks, you know, use utilizing those kinds of things. And it really, uh, you know, kind of spans the gamut um, from, from smaller manufacturers, you know, all the way up to the big guys.
0: All right, So that's interesting. So that definitely that, that rate of uh, uptake, it definitely shows its move beyond the early adopter stage. We're into a uh, wider spread acceptance clearly at this point. So that's good to know. For sure. Clarifying that. Now, at the start of our conversation, you gave a good rundown of the main cloud computing applications and manufacturing. But how are they mainly used by both larger and smaller manufacturers at this point? Because I know it's one thing to have all these applications you can use it for, but then there's kind of the, you know, the nitty gritty reality of what it's actually being used for uh, in the plant. So what would you say that uh, both large and smaller companies are primarily using their cloud applications for at this point?
1: Sure, sure. You know, while there are certainly those advanced early adopters that have gone deeper and are using it for more complex analysis and developing algorithms to predict and react to different disruptions, in our experience, many of our customers are using it as an easy way to gain more visibility into their existing process. So as an example, one use case we developed is an IIoT solution for a chemical manufacturer that used low-cost wireless sensors to collect critical safety and environmental data around their campus and send it to the cloud. We then coupled that with some notification software that allowed the manufacturer to reduce physical shift coverage for their rounds at the plant during off hours. The system ended up saving them tens of thousands of dollars annually. So whether it's visualizing near real-time production information to improve issue identification and response time, or trending and analyzing key process parameters and equipment effectiveness, the cloud represents a quicker and less capital-intensive path for manufacturers on their operations management journey.
0: So, you know, given that since, you know, cloud computing, is, as you were mentioning, is largely used, you know, for aggregating and anal- collecting and analyzing data, you know, and you know, f- for equipment data, line data, you know, what have you, is there any difference really that you see between the uses of cloud computing for discrete and process manufacturers, or, or are they both used for generally the same sorts of things, regardless of which vertical you happen to be in.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely more the latter. You know, I think it's really that focus on, you know, efficiency and quality kind of regardless of your uh, manufacturing process and really being able to, to, you know, understand, you know, better exactly what's going on and and what are some of the causes and drivers behind it.
0: So... There's no way to really discuss cloud computing without also touching on edge computing, of course. So given that, why would a manufacturer want to use the cloud versus performing these kinds of applications on site with edge computing technologies?
1: Yeah, sure. You know, I think sometimes when people think of edge and cloud computing, they think of them as mutually exclusive. Uh, While they do function in different ways, using one doesn't preclude you from using the other. In fact, they can actually complement one another quite effectively between real-time data processing and exchange and historical and future analysis and perspective.
0: Okay. So are there any key decision factors that uh, manufacturers should be sure to consider when they're going about determining whether to choose uh, cloud computing or edge computing for aggregating and analyzing equipment data, since you were explaining that they can be complementary uh, to each other depending on how they're applied, you know, how do, how do you determine? Okay, I'm going to use the cloud for this, and I'm going to use edge for that. How do you uh, how, how should a manufacturer go about making those uh, decisions?
1: As we've been discussing with the cloud, the benefits there are the near infinite storage and computing resources. But there's also inherent latency and bandwidth constraints that make speed an issue. So it's well suited for housing, analyzing, and presenting data and information. The edge is in many ways the opposite. While it does have limited storage and computing resources, it's also able to quickly process commands and interface at the device level. So it's good for gathering and communicating data as well as control. So some solutions then can use both paradigms in concert. For instance, you might have an edge device that's gathering data and doing some real-time calculations around process KPIs and sending all that information up to the cloud. That data is then stored and analyzed, serving as the basis for different reports and displays. You may even have, whether it's manual or algorithm generated then, some different control schemes or parameters that are then pushed down to the edge for
0: it to execute. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for delineating those differences. Sure. So now the specific question from the Automation World Reader that led uh, to, to this podcast topic, uh, the question was, how beneficial is the cloud for small and mid-sized manufacturers specifically? So given that, what do you see as the main benefits to cloud computing specifically for the bulk of manufacturers who are not these large global operations? As
1: someone whose mission is to help manufacturers improve their operations through technology, cloud computing really excites me because it democratizes these kinds of non-critical applications. And as a result, there are more and more opportunities for small and mid-sized manufacturers to take advantage of better insight into their manufacturing operations and start to unlock efficiency and quality constraints that have remained largely invisible to date based on the limited tools and manpower those organizations could commit to those types of initiatives. So whereas previous paradigms and models would require a large upfront investment in hardware and customized software, it's now easy to quickly set up a proof of concept regarding a specific focus or problem. That quick return on investment can then justify a piecemeal expansion that not only continues to provide value, but also introduces these insights and subsequent modifications at a cadence that's more successful from a change management and human element perspective. And that is one thing to consider as as manufacturers dip their toe in the water of cloud and edge uh, applications, is that human element a change? Anytime you introduce a new technology or a new process, it's really important to consider and manage the human aspect as well as the obvious process and technology change. You know, at the end of the day, it's the people that decide the success or failure of technology. And so it needs to be taken into account as part of the total solution and implementation. Cloud and Edge, just like their predecessor technologies will flourish with the right amount of communication, cooperation and coordination with those impacted by the new system.
0: You know, I'm glad you you brought that up, Brian, about the the human element of this, because that's one uh, issue we touch on a lot, but can often be overlooked, you know, through the focus on the specifics of the technology and what it can and can't do. You know, given this, since I know uh, Vanceon works with all sorts of automation technologies from software to hardware sides of things, how would you say, uh, or how would you characterize, based on the experience you've had uh, with these cloud implementations at uh, at various size manufacturers? How has reception been uh, to the use of these technologies compared to other types of automation technologies that get introduced and have to get uh, human buy in as well?
1: Yeah, I, I honestly, I think the the challenge is kind of the same, regardless of what technology we use. You know, certainly. Uh, some of the more, you know, the folks in the more technical departments, IT and engineering, you know, they are maybe, uh, you know, g- get get on board w- with the cloud and and that kind of thing a little easier. But kind of regardless of the type of technology that you're deploying, we've we've just found that that human element management management often becomes, you know, the, the number one thing to be mindful and 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 considering. As you're working through an engagement, you know we, we've been fortunate enough uh, through the progression of technology and the different tools that we use that you know a lot of this stuff just works. You know, it, it might take a little effort in, in working out some bugs or getting the right configuration, but by and large, the the technology is is normally um, you know not the biggest challenge on these engagements, and instead, it's it's working with the different folks that are impacted and making sure that they're bought into you know, whatever new kind of process or or new kind of application they have to deal with.
0: Well, thank you for joining me for this podcast, Brian. And thanks, of course, to all of our listeners. And please keep watching this space for more installments of Automation World. Get your questions answered. And remember to visit our website at www.automationworld.com to stay on top of the latest industrial automation technology insights, trends, and news.